Well, good afternoon. What a fantastic morning. Um, A lot to take in. I want to give you a verse um, for the rest of the day and the evening uh, to meditate on. It's a verse that fits with, uh, in a number of different ways, with uh, themes that we talk about in Mockingbird. This is uh, Psalm Psalm 139, verses 11 and 12, which says, If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and the light around me become night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as the day, for even the darkness is light to you. Even the darkness is light to you. Um, I've mentioned before, my name is Drew Rollins, and I'm coming from Baton Rouge. I'm the chaplain at a, a church on the campus of LSU, and I mention that just because it figures in what, with what I want to say. Um, my, we have five children. Our uh, two little girls are at this fabulous stage where they repeat everything, especially little songs that they hear. And this is one of the songs that they sing, Even the darkness is light to you. My my little three-year-old will sing, Even the darkness is light to you. It's just the sweetest thing. They sing that, and they sing, All glory be to God on high. And they just go around the house singing these wonderful little songs. Um, But then, because nothing in life is perfect, uh, when they finish, the littlest one at least will go, Even the darkness is light to you. Go Tigers! (laughs) which is kind of like an antiphon, but not exactly. <laughs> so in my, in my house, I feel another mockingbird theme. I just, uh, mostly I feel like things are just completely out of control all of the time. Um, I wanted to say, related to all that, uh, that John, John Zoll's book, Grace and Addiction, and Mary Carr's memoir, Lit, uh, Mary Carr, who we'll hear, hear from tonight, have both been a huge help to me. Um, The two overlap in a number of places, uh, of course, in the experience of recovery uh, from alcoholism, but even more generally, they both describe that experience of running smack into a problem that doesn't respond to one's will, intellect, plans, goals, management, And uh, I've run up against a problem in my own life uh, that has left me feeling very powerless. Um, And that's where I have personally have felt the connection to what uh, John Zoll is writing about in his book, what Mary Carr writes about, and what a number of the authors uh, that are related to Mockingbird are are working with. Um, We have uh, one child who's six years old, Maggie, and she's just a beautiful happy, mischievous uh, little sweetheart who is on the autism spectrum. And Maggie's situation has been, uh, in many ways, a great challenge uh, because she requires uh, so much control. Uh, She requires constant intervention, uh, 24-7 detailed management uh, of her environment. She must go to the bathroom before she gets in the car. She must not eat gluten. I, you know, I love gluten. I eat gluten by the pound, but she cannot eat gluten. 
um, the front door absolutely must be locked. So we're looking at protection for this sweet little child, maybe lifelong. Um, she puts us, uh, we feel like we're in the position of always giving first use of the law protection to her all of the time. Um, and autism is a challenge because it is in one sense a daily defeat. Despite all of this control and management um, and sacrifice and schedules, she remains on the autism spectrum. So my wife and I can get to 10 o'clock at night and look at each other and say, it's, it's 10 o'clock at night and she's still on the spectrum. Um, and it's at that point uh, that's the dark point. Uh, when there's this voice inside of me that says, and that, of course, is your fault. And that's where I connect with this psalm. Surely the darkness shall cover me and the light around me become night. That's my dead end. And there'll be something for you uh, that I hope you're able to connect with the message that we're hearing here in a number of, same message articulated in so many different ways. There'll be some circumstance in your life that just stubbornly rebuffs all your best efforts and leaves you powerless at the end of the day. Uh, but John and Mary Zoll have in their, uh, John, excuse me, John Zoll and Mary Carr in uh, both of their books have spoken to this particular trial in my life. Um, and one piece I have noticed that they share is the importance of gratitude in both of their books. Uh, John writes, in AA, the sober alcoholic can find encouragement in the mere fact of sobriety, even if nothing else in her life seems to be improving. And then Mary Carr describes her first prayers being, keep me sober, HP, and thanks. Um, so they both share this theme of the importance of thanks, and I don't claim any maturity in this area at all, but I do find that it's helpful to find something uh, in terms of Maggie to give thanks for, to have gratitude um, that, Lord, she's working on her first 25-piece puzzle this week. And, Lord, thank you that she is riding her tricycle now. And Lord, thank you that she knows all of the words to Baby Beluga by Raffi, <laughs> which is, by the way, a neglected area in Mockingbird. It's always David Bowie or, you know, Bob Dylan, Brian Wilson. Where, where's the Raffi? <laughs> but I don't claim any victory over it, but um, I, I, I am listening to what uh, John and Mary and all of these speakers have to say uh, with a lot of gratitude in my heart. And I'm remembering that even the darkness is light with God. Amen.